0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of the NFR Podcast. Uh, I was talking with with Rob before we started going, and I told him that I I didn't remember how we started this. Um, And he said, hello, listeners. But I think, and we talked about this, I think at one point that we were going with NFRians,
1: and I think I tried to drop that on a couple of posts with nfr yeah. yeah yeah I don't know
0: well, y'all can let us know how you feel with that until then Welcome back to the NFR podcast. What's up, Rob?
1: <laughs> what's up? What's up, bro? It's good to uh, it's good to be here with you as always, man.
0: It's good to be here for sure. Uh, and I think in 2021 we're going to try to pick up the cadence on these a little bit. Um, but we got some good responses from the 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 Remar, uh, podcast, uh, so we'll probably try to do some more of that product stuff too as we as we keep moving forward. Yeah. Um, but today specifically. Um, The listeners, the NFRians, may not know that we've been working on some other content in the background. We've got Mm -hmm. some some draft articles that we're working on and and should be up on the website soon. And one of them caught my attention, and I thought it would be fun to talk about for you know a little bit with you. Uh, It was one that you authored, um, and it's talking about demands versus capacity. And we'll get into the details here in a minute. But Mm -hmm. the reason the reason this sparked, I think my like want to talk about it is I'm, I'm remembering back to some of the old, old racing days or even like my cross country days where maybe you were, you were training and you could, you could do this thing. You had this baseline, this thing that you knew you could do. And then you had a goal that was maybe a little bit higher than that thing you could do. And maybe not right. a little bit, if you know what I mean, right? Like, yeah. Yep. yeah, So it's like maybe in training you're running a, a five-minute and 30-second mile and you figure on race day with the right motivation, I can do a fucking 459, it's fine. <laughs> I can do that. But when you think about it and demands versus capacity, like you're yes. not there yet, right? And I started yes. thinking about... The same thing with like firefighting or the time in the military, you want to, you want to train harder than you fight. Yes. Yes. Right. So if you've got a goal that you want to hit, don't fall into this, um, uh, I just lost the word but like don't fall into this fantasy that like that extra bit of motivation and competition will edge you up that much more yes. it's probably going to give you a little bit of an edge but you're not dropping 31 minutes off of a 5k or 31 seconds off of a 5k mm-hmm. because you're a little bit more mentally attuned to competition yeah. but so that's what I wanted to, to, to wrap with you about um, cool what uh? What are what are your thoughts? I mean, I don't know how to go through this because we have the article here, but I don't want to do that because I want people to go read that. So right, right, right. Anyway, so but you have an example here that kind of yeah. breaks it down better than my little synopsis there. So right, right.
1: So, I mean, I I, I came to that demands versus capacity. That's that, that actually was taken from Dave Frost. who was kind of like my movement coach mentor. Um, but but I really. It struck with me because it really broke down in a super simple way. And you know, that's always my gig, just breaking down the high tech, complicated, simplify. Because I used to do the same too, dude. It's just like on race day, I'm gonna be, you know, 10% better, bullshit, Mm. right? You get select and split, spit out the back Um, or for the first like 20%, you're like, yeah, it's happening. And then the remaining 80% of your event, you're like, what happened?
0: Um, And then you blame it on tactics,
1: right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so-and-so's there, my chop my line, um, but the longer I started to coach and the more I started to see that I was helping folks out and to make it even clearer for me when Dave Frost said that thing demands versus capacity. So once you create a goal, you then break that goal down into its demand. So I think sometimes in the post or the different things I'll use is like, you know, the ass kicker hill analogy, which, you know, is five miles long, 7% grade, you know, good dirt and whatever else, but you know, the demands of it. And if you want to climb it or race it or do whatever at a certain time, you're going to then need to find out your capacity so that you can, you know, see how much work have you got to get there to accomplish that goal
0: yeah so if we take that into like a real world example for for SoCal folks um and I'm gonna make up some numbers here that I think will be close Mm -hmm. if we talk about GMR the first what like was it it 9.3 miles or something to the
1: right around there Glendora Mountain Road yeah yeah
0: so uh if I say that right now if I do that as hard as I can um it's like 43 minutes yep right my goal was to do it in 35. So if we use that to kind of break down the rest of, of what we would do to like, get to that 35, we understand that it's going to take more than um, a, a mental... <laughs> Guts I'm and not, sheer will. Yeah. yeah. yeah <laughs> a, a, little, a little mental gut check in a Red Bull and it'll drop nine yes. minutes off that climb. No, yes. no, no problem. So um, if I want to take 10 minutes off of my climb...
1: right. So if you want to take 10 minutes off of the climb again, right, we break down that climb that the demands, chop it up, and then we're going to test ourselves to see what is our current capacity. Uh, and you can test it exactly on that hill. You can download a course, we'll say it to a, a trainer, but let's just say you're going to ride that hill, like you said, as fast as you can do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully you've got some type of meter. You know, so that you can review that data and then you can see second by second how you performed. Did you, did you do the first two miles way too fast and exploded and then they had to recover for 15, bring it back? Or are you seeing uh, you were in too big of a gear and you were lugging and blowing your legs up or vice versa and you were overly spinning and taking your mm-hmm. heart rate too high? Or do you even have a gear that you can even manage for nine miles, right? That's another thing. Then you're just like, holy shit, there's all this, all these pieces to it. Um, And then once you do that test, then you could see the test is the test, man. You know, uh, unless you have some type of mechanical flatter or whatever, and then you're trying to get that capacity as close as you can to that goal of overcoming the demands, you know, of mm-hmm. that Glendora mountain road, let's say in, you know, 35 minutes, which is insane, but right. Right. <laughs> let's say that is, right. uh, and then it's bit by bit, you're looking to see, okay, Hey, am I also trying to tweak my body fat ratio? Right. I'm looking for free speed. Do I need to change my tires? All the all those, those little things. Right. And it's, uh, mm-hmm a stair step process to see, to get, to get you there closer and closer.
0: Yeah. Cause we, in the article, you break it down by, uh, there's, there's your physical capacity, right? So, yes. um, and you talked to a little bit about equipment because the way that I started to think about it was, um, probably too simply cause that's what I do is if, um, <laughs> right. If I'm, if I'm averaging and these numbers are going to be wrong. So mathematicians out there, leave me alone we're uh, just doing it for like easy ideas if I if I'm doing Dorm Mountain road right now at 45 minutes and I do that with my current body weight at an average over that 45 minutes of 150 watts or 160 mm-hmm. watts right mm-hmm. then it seems like like that's my right now my capacity is 160 watts average right. for 45 minutes right and then I would look at okay to and then I would need the mathematicians to talk to me because I would want to know <laughs> at my current body weight, what would my average wattage need to be to do it in 35 minutes? That's how I was looking at it. And then I would want to try to train up to that average wattage.
1: So you can. So that's one way to do it. I've never forward calped that way because mm-hmm. um, then sometimes too, like for me, after I've seen that, you know, you just you're pursuing that number so far and it sometimes feels like a failure if you can't get to a number
0: um i I actually blame zwift for that shit because people are so focused no like i i've never heard people talk about and maybe it's just because power is getting more prevalent altogether but i've never heard people talk about average power and watts per kilogram as much as i have in the past two or three years especially in the past year and less
1: Well, it's definitely where we need to be, right? How long have I been on power? I don't know, 13 years or so. Um, But wattage per kilogram is where it's at, meaning how much power per pound of you, right? Right. So for some things, like I said, that's that's one thing. That was a good example. Like you said, you're going to, I typically put people on a body fat scale and we look to see, hey, where's your ideal? You know, we're going to find that over multiple performances and then bit by bit by bit we're going to start to bump that wattage per kilogram number up Mm -hmm. and uh and i think it's a good thing like you say you're kind of goofing but just simplify i mean dude you simplify until you can't simplify it anymore right it goes too simple and it doesn't make sense that's a step too much but uh to, to piggyback on that thought of you know i always try to split these things into the mental the physical you know the equipment even your nutrition that that's all part of the current capacity does the bike need to be upgraded The gearing are you eating sufficiently or running out of steam because you're burning out of glycogen too much um and can you physically tolerate a freaking effort of that duration (laughs) as well mental
0: yeah i mean it's good to bring that up because uh, in uh because i'm you know sometimes obtuse uh (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I consider that stuff like baseline, right? Like, and, and, and I probably shouldn't in terms of like, I'm not going to try to go and do that when I haven't, when like I'm dehydrated and I haven't had a meal and and right. number of whatever. Right. Like, so making sure that like you've got gas in the tank, you know, that kind of stuff just seems like, like baseline, you're not going to uh, go and, um, go and try to do that like the day someone keyed your car or <laughs> like i don't know but uh, those are
1: good things to say to you because they uh, that's another good point man we're not going off topic here but sometimes when you are going to test you want to be optimum you basically that so that's what. so the day before or two days before whatever you're going over your bike you're making sure your pressures are what they are chains lube. Nutrition component is handled like you said. So I like to think of that that mental the physical the equipment you need right. So you touch on all those things your optimum you you test and then those are the numbers, right? Because sometimes I know people like to skew it and be like well I'm gonna I'm gonna get a few rides in for a couple of weeks and then I'll test it's like <laughs> <laughs> You'll actually be happier when you're just going okay. at your true baseline and then freaking progressing
0: Okay, but sidebar on that right like um Cause I'm, I'm actually, I'm guilty of that right now. We all um, are. <laughs> well, no, cause, um, and, and we'll talk, I, I'm giving some, I'm giving some shit away here, but there's like, we're about to, to get into something where this demands and capacity thing will be very real. Right. Cause like we're, yeah, you and I yeah. were talking the other day where mm-hmm. before I got sick, I had this certain FTP And I I haven't been back there since, and I want to get back to it, right? Um, So I need to test to understand where I am right now. But I don't even feel like I'm at a point where I could make it through a test effectively. So I want to bump my, and maybe this is the wrong way to think about it, and, and you can call me out. I want to make sure that I can get to, like I can get through the test effectively at my current fitness level. And maybe that's the wrong way to think about it because if I did it tonight, assuming the other baseline pieces were in place, that would just be what it is. That would be the baseline for right now. There wouldn't be a... And maybe that would mean that I would test at 150 watts instead of 155 watts when I was more prepared two weeks from now or whatever. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't Sorry, know. It's a good, uh,
1: yeah, it's a good I, point. So, I say you test as you are. So, the true test is that. Because, again, right? right training... It's tough, man. We man, talk it's about so that. easy
0: to like talk yourself out of this shit and like bitch yes. out. like it's so easy.
1: Yeah, <laughs> right. That's a good one. It's so, just to bitch out of it, to make some excuses. Yeah. <laughs> so, so uh, what I always like to say, because when I'm telling people, okay, hey man, you ready to test? Me, well, not quite. Like well, kind of like you're saying, right? Well, I want to make yeah. sure I get some decent numbers. Like, no, 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 no. We need to see exactly where you're at. Which, which, uh, that's the ego piece, right? Like. What if my just test fucking sucks? It's like, then that's your test, man. Like I said, I've done it plenty of times too. It's like, ooh, I know where I ended at the end of the season when I was all maxed out. Then I'm gonna have like these puny numbers. It's like, but that's honestly where you're at. So then it forces you to be like, okay, man, this is where I'm at. And then so the cool thing I've seen with that is, hey, that first freaking two to four weeks are like mega progress, right? Which is super. Uh, it'll, it'll enthuse you to train because you're just like, dude, I'm making a shitload of progress here. Yeah. Or I didn't realize what I had lost and it shows the benefit of regular training because then when we get to that tough part where you're like plateaus or just mm-hmm. yeah. it's cold or it's hot or it's whatever and a lot of shit's going on you're like training sucks and you'd be like, yeah, but this is just another plateau and if I just keep showing up, I'll be able to blast through this and then I'll hit another step. So that's why I'm a big fan of just like, I get it, dude. Like I said, but
0: just do it. Right. Just get it just going. Just
1: freaking do it, man. Just do it. It's, it's, it's best. I think for the mental, the, re- the rewards I see are just the mental emotional of like, okay, man, it helps you accept where you are. Just, yeah. this is, this is where life is right now. This is where I'm at. And then you're like, Hey man, you can give yourself credit. Cause otherwise, let's say you train up, you gain, say, 15% because you've just been not doing any kind of real training and you're able to get 15% of quick gain. Yeah. Well, shit, now you're going to go fucking two months because you're like, dude, I haven't really made any progress. I'm doing all this training. It's like, dude, <laughs> you kind of like fast track through adaptation and then you just jumped into the <laughs> into yeah. the middle ground, you know?
0: Oh, God. <laughs> fucking ego. <laughs>
1: I, I, it, it, That's it, what it is. It gets, That's what it is. It is. It is. It is. It is. I should know better. And it's sharing those numbers, right, publicly, dude. Because at least that's, I do it as a matter of exercise as well sometimes. When I write the watts. And when I was super starting, I'm like, oh, dude. Wasn't yeah. it known some guys are like, hey, dude, Rob was doing like 390 watts for like eight minutes. I'm like, yeah, dude, I cannot even do two minutes of whatever wattage, much less that. But it's like, yeah. okay, then that's what I'm going to strive for. I may or may not hit it, but that's that thing when you're at the middle of the interval or the middle of the set or the, it always seems to me it's the middle of whatever. And you're like, this fucking sucks. And you're like, well, I got it. <laughs> right <laughs> But then it's just like, okay, I know what I'm going for. Like I used to always like your yeah. analogy, how to get it? like, well, it's better than just going to the water cooler, man. I just put <clears> my time in. So I always like to think about it as if you're just maintaining that pressure. Cause sometimes there's times it's like, you don't feel like you're going anywhere man it's just like holding same number same heart rate same cadence same gear but it's like so many other little things sometimes are happening like that analogy of the bridge i can't remember if i threw that into the draft but it was uh bill edwards that told me because i was like man i feel like i'm plateaued and i was first doing ppt and all the numbers are going freaking insane dude for two months and then it just kind of stops and he's like. Mm-hmm dude sometimes it's adaptation you go through that and then it's like building the bridge and he's like there's a lot of shit that goes into building a bridge before you can use it and you gotta do all that work because you don't want to be like hey dude i think you'll be good it looks like you could probably make it across maybe i don't know but it's like you got to do all the foundational stuff and that's the boring the mundane the stuff nobody sees you're not seeing any result from it but it's like dude just got to say it's like when you just keep doing it keep doing it when the body's ready to start ratcheting up those results because soft tissues or just mitochondria and capillary density all that stuff that takes time yeah dude that's when it's just like okay or we're getting there but it's like you got to do the the true baseline is it is what it is. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately. Unfortunately for our ego, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. If you could let that go, then the rest, oh, I mean, if you could let that go, life in general would be much easier. <laughs> That's true. That's true, uh, bro. Yeah, too bad I can't follow my own advice. Um, <laughs> oh, Lord. Okay. <clears throat> so we know that. I can make it up in 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. We know that we want to make it up in 35 minutes. Mm-hmm. We have an average or a watts per kilogram number over that time that should get me there. Right. Um, and then in in my mind, it's just like, that's where the work comes into like, how do that you need, you need, I, I don't know if you need a coach or you probably need some help with, but you need to structure. I'm at point A, how do I get to point B? Right, um, right. So that's probably outside the, the scope of what we're talking about here. But like once once you understand what the demands are for mm-hmm. that goal yes. and where your capacity is, right, then you can start to work to break down what has to happen to get yes. you from point A to point B. Um, and we'll have this conversation in the next few weeks because I know, I know my goal um, is to get back up to an FTP uh, of 250.
1: Right, right. Which
0: guys, I'm, I'm six foot tall and I weigh 135 pounds. Like that's a high number for me. <laughs> it's not for Rob, um, but it is for me. So I don't know where I am right now. Uh, and, but I know that I'm, I'm nowhere near there. Um, uh, so at that point, once I know where I am and I have where I want to go, then we're going to go through and, and talk about how I'm breaking down how to get there. Yes. Yeah. And I understand that it's probably going to take me, like, just just knowing like what my, uh, what my capacity is, what my demands are, doesn't mean it's going to happen quickly. It just means that I know where I need to go, and it's probably going to be longer to get there than I want it to be. And I think that's the other part where, like, you just, like we always say, you got to do the work, right? Like, you got to put that in.
1: And that's a, so an important thing to be said right there, right? So, we're doing all these plans, you know, all this stuff, you know, where you want to go, you know, where you're starting. It might not happen in one season or two seasons or three seasons, and that's yeah. okay. Yeah. And again, those are the things for when you're getting in the middle of the goal, like, you know, you go the macro, the micro, the, when you're just like, this is sucking. But you're like, yeah, you're going to be closer at that point in time than you were in the beginning and that's always kind of my mindset of like okay well here's where i'm going it is a multi season approach you know you're trying to get to these things isn't necessarily in or you know three or four months that that this is going to happen and what does happen to every single one of us is you just sometimes get to that point like dude fuck this i'd rather just have that freaking dark beer stay up late hang out I've been crushing it and I'm going to take a little time off and then, but those are those tempting times, you know, like I could still do other things, but I got to do it within reason and keep the training in so that I'm moving continually towards, or when you do have the dark beer and do stay up late and do all these things, like what I try to know is like, okay, I know I am moving now this far away from that track that I need to be on. Mm -hmm. to get to that goal and then you know then you got to have that thing too like all right man (laughs) we got to get back to it make up a little lost ground and sometimes that's needed too right it's not just about the body and the physical shit but it's we do do this because we love it right and uh you know you, you sometimes move a little off of the actual you know goal trajectory and that's okay too man but i'm a big fan of knowing where you are in relation to that path you yeah. know that you're taking the route to get there
0: yeah when you make those when you make those choices to take a weekend off do the do the beer or bourbon or whatever right i like yeah. just understand what yeah. you're doing
1: yes yeah yeah
0: and and like don't don't be too pissed at yourself when you get back on the bike on Monday and it's like shit I'm a little off.
1: So again, oh. right? So that's the thing. That's why it's just like cool, man. And and for me, for us, like over the time doing these, I think I've I've had more of that uh, ability to, to see that than you have just through all the coaching and moving these other bodies through the same process. And it's like, hey, man, you already know you've already been at this level. So yeah, we lost this small percentage. You were already at this. It's just a matter of making it back up and going, you know, repeating that process again. And then you kind of learn too, right? Because sometimes we do hit, why am I feeling a little just like burned out or just not enthused? So it's like, maybe I'm going too damn hard or too regimented or it's, it's all got to be sustainable, right? It's like, dude. I'll be 52. We're older guys now. It's just like Yeah. I still love this as much as I always have, but it's like it's got to be sustainable, man.
0: Yeah, I was going to I was going to say we we've been talking a lot about um like having to move forward, having to move forward um and I feel like th- that you know, it is a good time to mention that like resting is still Yes. part, is of, a
1: part the, of training, right? Yeah, training is a part is, of training moving and not moving that's true that's training yeah it, it's it's you need so we're to not recover. saying don't rest right? yes <laughs> yeah because that's right sometimes you're like dude i crushed a ton of training and then i got sick i was like right we've done that we did oh, yeah. it, used to do that all the time when we were young
0: no that's there's, the like honestly looking forward at, at, at this goal and trying to do this like and and knowing that there's going to be work in between like because of the because of the, the illnesses that I deal with, like I know there, I'm going to get, I'm going to get knocked down a couple times through this. Yeah. Um, and it's just going to be part of it. So.
1: Well, that's, there are good things to mention, dude. Like I said, I ain't getting no younger man. And I'm just coming off of a, another little, uh, a downturn in trading to just chill because it was like, dude, you know, I monitor heart rate variability things, how I'm feeling, looking at the numbers. I know what it feels like when I'm doing stuff. And it's like, dude, sure. I am uh I'm not ready to continue right now and it's just like and that's another ego thing right but it's like dude i'm getting older i can't recover as fast as as when we were just drinking beer and eating pizza and freaking crushing crit training
0: god over i must be in 22 man right? jesus christ
1: yeah. <laughs> but, but it's like yeah you
0: know so uh, you mentioned heart rate variability and, and you and I can see each other on, 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 video and you probably watched me pick up my phone or like, why the fuck is this guy picking up his phone? Cause I looked at my heart rate variability on my, um, on my Apple health this morning from my watch. And let's see today at different times in the day, my heart rate variability has been 16, uh, a hundred, um, 57, 48, back down to 18 and then 57.
1: So this now, is, this is going to be a whole nother topic thing. There's different, a lot of different numbers to check out. If we're looking at the space between beats or amplitude, yeah, or, it's just funny, but we'll, we'll have to do this one again because I do do this stuff a lot now. And I started to see that how we feel emotionally has mm-hmm. a mega Impact on HRV. Mega, dude. So I yeah, know you're coming then, off of work today. Yeah.
0: Don't, don't look at my don't look at my heart rate variability between eight and six. Right. In the day.
1: And dude, those are all the impactful things, right? I see that. Uh, same here, dude. I yeah. do a little meditation thing before I do HRV, which is proved over and over to see like as soon as I just uh, down tune everything and just get quiet I'll get a pretty good uh, look at dude where's that central nervous system at this is a whole other thing so I get super excited
0: on this one yeah that was my fault we're swirling off topic here (laughs) stop spraying me off (laughs) yeah yeah and and we're gonna get back to our uh, the last episode went long because of uh, it was important information we had a guest you know so but we'll get back onto our kind of 30 minute piece here which which brings us kind of to the closeout so um There'll be more kind of within the within the article that gets posted here in a little bit. I'm going to make sure we follow up this podcast with that article within cool. a couple of days, uh, and they'll be linked back and forth to each other. But um, we kind of missed the news in the beginning, which is fine. Uh, but I, I want to make sure we have like the the key takeaways from each other on um, the topic of demand versus capacity. So, what's what's kind of your your key takeaway for our peeps out there, our Antiparians? So-
1: <laughs> To pull as much data as you can from the actual demands, how long, how steep, and as specific as when you want to accomplish the goal in terms of weather. How hot will it be? Will it be windy? Will it be wet? Uh, and being honest and, and doing that capacity measurement, or which is a ben- benchmark test as soon as possible to include right like those pillars of performance mental physical equipment nutrition so you're measuring that all out because again you got to know sometimes life's happening all over you right you're going through stuff i'm good it's like okay sometimes you can't remove the stressors so it's like okay this is the baseline for right now man covid and the bobcat fire or whatever we're going through you know uh Actual body ratios, body mass, you know, body fat percentages, what's your nutrition, are you eating like shit or are you clean or equipment as well? That is a true benchmark capacity measurement takes all those pieces into account. And then there's a lot of things beyond just on-bike training, that mental, emotional, your yeah. nutrition, gearing for equipment that is super impactful.
0: Yeah, I think uh, my takeaway is, um, and this is personal to me, is like don't, don't, don't ignore some of the things that you just talked about and, and folding them under like baseline or table stakes, right? Yeah. Um, which is I mean, I'm guilty of it. Uh, and then uh, the other takeaway is just like don't, and this was this is simple when We started the podcast off with it. Like don't fall victim to the fantasy that <laughs> yeah. because you're on a starting line with a number uh plate on your mountain bike or a, a number on your back on a road bike that that you know having that number strapped to you is going to give you an extra you know watt per watt per kilogram on your uh, on your FTP
1: dude and, and it'll be another thing we got the article but one to four percent right one to four percent we'll get more into that so sometimes we're thinking dude I'm going to be ten percent better you won't yeah and we'll, we'll we'll do that other podcast of one to four percent I think that article's in there as well but okay cool <laughs>
0: Good stuff, man. All right,
1: yeah. This is uh, all right, man. I'm excited to continue on, and and this is good.
0: Yep. So, um, yeah, we'll get this article out. The the podcast will, uh, it'll. Like I said, they'll be linked back and forth, and uh, you know, like we always do, we'll just keep going.
1: Yeah, that's what we do. Right on, man. Thank you, thank you, bro.
0: Yep. Thanks for listening, everyone. Have a good one.
1: All right.